Recording this on a Tuesday evening uh, in November, talking about golf. Uh, we have the Hero World Challenge this week. We're not going to talk about that tonight. Uh, unfortunately, we just found out today Tiger Woods is not playing in that tournament, but hopefully we'll get to see him with his kid uh, coming up at the PNC Championship. So not a lot going on in the golf world unless we wanted to do a full live full lively debate about live versus PJ tour, but still want to hold off on that one for now. Um, and we're going to do something a little different with, with this one tonight. So before we talk about that, I want to bring in our guest, uh, Dave Belleville, who has not been on in quite a while, maybe since summer or something yeah, like that. Been a while. Um, yeah, it's been a while. So Dave, welcome back. Uh, of course, everyone knows Dave from the golf garage. Dave, how are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, running running a little late this evening, so thank you, gentlemen, for waiting. But uh, yeah, very busy. A lot of things going on at the garage. Got uh, the fall leagues just kind of finishing up. We got the last three weeks, four weeks of that, and then uh, next week we'll start taking signups for the winter league, which will start the first week of January. Uh, and then a new thing coming up uh, just kind of came about. We're going to have an indoor similar to a Ryder Cup, can't call it Ryder Cup, but uh, uh, Golf Garage versus uh, Touche Golf. So looking forward to that. And Eric and I have been talking a little bit back and forth, trying to set up the format and everything. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Good so is that like, is that like a true USA versus Europe where you guys are just rivals? Or No, no, no. Th those guys do a good job over there. I don't know Eric real well, but he's he's been very kind to us. Um, and I know a lot of the people that play over there. So, no, it's just going to be a good, friendly, you know, we beat them or they beat us, one or the other. So, no, it'll be good. I mean, I wanted you to promote it in like a juicy way where if it was like a tiebreaker, <laughs> it was you and Eric actually like physically like wrestling or I don't know, boxing or something. Yeah, that that's, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I'm too old for that. Maybe we'll do like if it's tied, maybe we'll do like a closest to the pin from 100 yards or something, which he'd nice. probably still win that i don't i haven't touched a club for a while so nice. Nice. and i'm sure follow golf garage and touche golf on facebook and yep. social to It'll find out details of that as it gets closer yeah uh third wheel tonight not really ever the third wheel but tonight we'll just call him the third wheel <laughs> johnny strauser is back uh johnny how are you it's a tough time of year here when uh when the when the weather just turns and we know that we're Locked in for six months of this uh, this cold weather garbage. So good to talk about some golf here. Um, you know we've had some good uh, good good football, a good football season in the NFL and college, and saw the uh, uh, the World Cup, uh, the U.S. winning and advancing today, which was that's probably the most excited I've actually been watching any game. Yes. Um, in this calendar year, at least in the last couple of years. So other than that, you know, I was hoping to watch Tiger this weekend, but uh, not to be, but, um, you know, it'll still be a fun event and looking forward to discussing a little bit of golf and the majors and everything like that for the 2023 season. I don't think we've actually talked about golf uh, on the pod since the tour championship um, back yeah. in what, late August, something like that. Um, so yeah, it's been a second actually talking about golf on the podcast. We talked about some NBA. Uh, Zach and I talked about 
you know, quarterbacks last week. And that was kind of fun to, to get into that. So good to get back into golf. Um, obviously the, the, the seasons ended, at least the, the first part of the fall seasons ended. So we have a gap here until, uh, we get to Hawaii, um, which is always kind of, kind of fun, nice in January when it's snowing here and it's super cold that you have something to look forward to. Um, Something that I, I I was thinking of the last couple of weeks is we we got we got to start talking about the 2023 majors because it's never too early to actually talk about major golf tournaments and and essentially right now those feel even bigger than they've ever felt before because of the PGA Tour and Live Divide, um, you know. We used to have the majors and then, you know, maybe WGCs and some of the elevated events where the best fields would get together. But now truly the best fields are only going to get together four times a year. Um, and who knows how long that'll last with, you know, some of the um, world ranking stuff. And as, as these live guys, the world, world ranking drops, who, who knows how much longer some of these guys will actually be eligible for majors. You know, the non Cam Smiths, the non Dustin Johnsons. Um, so to me, it feels like the 2023 majors are even bigger than before. Uh, am I onto something there, Johnny? Yeah, I think you are because, you know, last year was just, it was very tumultuous with, uh, with, with how angry it seemed each side was getting and, and it didn't, you know, it felt like, uh, you know, pre-tournament, at least a lot of it was, was more of a circus and, and it didn't allow these players to, to prepare and everything like that. And then you look at it, I think it was a big shock to, especially the live players, you know, not getting the competitive reps, like, uh, like we'd always talked about all season long and not playing, you know, much of it there. Um, the season, I think it is, I think the live season's doubling in, in the amount of events. So they're going to get more of a, a little bit more of a regular schedule um, as far as consistency of when they play. So, you know, you could l- look at it that, that this could be, even though they're not going to earn the uh, world ranking points as of now to still qualify for the major championships, a lot of them that are still in it should be uh, probably will perform better. F- you know, not only with the media aspect will, will have calmed down from the 2022 season, but they're just going to play golf more overall, which um, you know, as you guys know, the more generally, the more you play and the more reps you get, especially the competition, um, you know, the more sharp you're going to be. And, and, uh, um, you know, I, so I think this is going to be a big year. I think it's going to be a fun year because it kind of brings those guys who, uh, were kind of irrelevant last year in on the live tour. It's going to bring them back into it. And I think it's going to make the season pretty fun to watch. Dave, anything to add on to that? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, I think you're right, Johnny, in the fact, you know, what you're saying as far as the live and how vitriolic that it was originally. But I also think if you've been paying much attention to it, which I'm sure you have, the tone's kind of shifted a little bit um, from not so much of a hatred type thing as now they're just wanting Norman to get out so that they can then create some sort of uh, compromise per se. So, uh, yeah, the, the, Majors coming this coming season, I think, are going to be a big deal. But I also will predict that by the 2024 season, there will be some sort of compromise between the Live and the PGA Tour going forward. Um, also, remember, though, gents, this is a Ryder Cup year, the second of a Ryder Cup year that uh, points are doubled. Guys are going to be trying to make the Ryder Cup teams, that type of thing. So, yeah, it's going to be a really, really interesting and fun season, I think. 
great point. Love, love the Ryder Cup years. Um, and, and this one, and Johnny and I have kind of alluded to it, some of the golf podcasts, so anticipated after the, the dominant effort in whistling straights and can they win a road game for the first time in 30 years. So uh, can't wait to talk about the Ryder Cup all of next season. Um, yeah, and actually Tiger today and his presser talking a little bit about the live situation. Uh, I learned, yeah, plantar fasciitis. He's going to play the majors next year. And he hates Greg Norman uh, pretty, I mean, sounds like pretty solidly. Um so he's he's pushing for Norman to, to get out. It seems like things are headed that way. Who knows how long that'll actually, um, you know, but before long, how long that'll actually take place. Um, so we're here tonight to talk about the 2023 majors, but also um, we're going to do a snake draft of uh, players we want to select, and we're going to do a little competition. Um, you know, small stakes, but uh, we're just going to select four players um, if anyone does fantasy football drafts, you're familiar with snake drafts. Some of you may maybe do an auction. Um, I'm in a league where people are resistant to an auction, so I've done snake draft. Um, I'm especially terrible at fantasy football, especially recently. Johnny's familiar with that. Johnny has retired from fantasy. Dave, are you in a fantasy league? I retired about three years ago, actually. I think that's a smart thing to do because they're maddening. Fantasy football is maddening. When it first started, it was very enjoyable. But when it got for me, when it got to the point that all I really cared about was who was playing and and, you know, what my matchups were. And then you have to do it every single Sunday. Well, now they play on Thursdays, too. So you got to do it Wednesday night. It just it got to be too much. I'm just like, you know what? I just want to enjoy football again. Yeah. It definitely changes the way you watch yeah. um, football, um, which unfortunately betting has done that as well. Exactly. Um, so we will both, we are all three of us will select four players, snake draft style. The order will be me, Dave, and then Johnny. Um, so Johnny will get picked three and four and we'll reverse back. Um, before we get into the draft, uh, the 2023 major venues, of course, you have the Masters, which, uh, you know, always played at Augusta National. The PGA is at Oak Hill up in New York. Uh, last time it was there was 2013, the Duffner year when he won over Furyk. Um, U.S. Open, the one that I think I'm most excited about is the L.A. Country Club. Um, it's the Gil Hance uh, renovation from 2015. They played the 2017 Walker Cup there. It just looked fantastic on TV. I love West Coast U.S. Opens for uh, television, primetime viewing. So uh, I really love the whole thing. I think the last time we had a primetime U.S. Open was the Woodland uh, 2019 U.S. Open. So can't wait for that one. And then... Uh, uh, we'll end at the open at uh, Liverpool. Um, Rory's um, dominant win there in 2014. And of course, going back to 06 when Tiger famously won just by hitting a shit ton of irons off the tee and still winning going away. Uh, Johnny, your thoughts on, on, on any of the venues, some of them uh, excited about these four, or I guess these three specifically. I, I'm extremely, and I'm actually excited to see Augusta National because I think in the last, what, 15 to 20 years, they've made a lot of changes to that golf course. And I don't know if you follow, uh, I don't know, No Laying Up will retweet a lot of Eureka Earth's um, tweets, yeah. but that, that guy seems to post pictures all the time. Yeah. They bought the property behind the 13th tee finally and moved the tee back. It looks like it's another 50, 60 yards at least. 
So it looks like you're going to have to hit a driver. You're going to hit a, a hard driver if you go down down the left side to on that, that dogleg left par five just to get it past the trees, or you've got to hit one something out to the right and where it makes it more of a three shot hole. So, I mean, yeah, we always look forward to the Masters, but you know, I think that's going to be especially a, a very fascinating change. And I know they've made changes in the past, and and some of them been significant, some of them haven't. But I think this one's going to be a a really really big uh uh change and it's going to make a difference in that hole on a very pivotal hole on the back nine at augusta national but i think the i think the the crown jewel of the one that that we as golf fans should be interested in is la country club um that is the that's the main one there in los angeles and they've tried to have major championships there before and i think they had them back in the uh, LA opens back in like the 1920s and thirties. I think the last professional event they had, there was the 1940 LA open. Um, but they've always tried to get on that course. It's been very exclusive. It still is, but they, uh, the members are very, very reluctant to give the golf course up uh, for, for any kind of uh, uh, public display or anything like that. So finally uh, years ago, they, they named the North course as the, uh, uh, as the, the U S open site for this next year here. And I think that'll be pretty neat. They had, like you said, they had Gil Hans that uh, came in and redid it and kind of brought the course back, uh, to, to what it was back in the twenties when, um, when George Thomas first, uh, first designed it. So it'll be an interesting challenge. It looks amazing when we watch the Walker cup there. Um, I've tried to, I'll Google earth it from time to time at work or, I'll do some research on it. There's not much you can get on it, but uh, but it's it's definitely a neat place, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing how these uh, these guys do. But you know, Oak Hill is always a good one as well. That's that's had a lot of uh, um, recent events there. Now, I remember back in the Ryder Cup when uh, when the U.S. was leading, and that was the one where Nick Faldo played in it, and Curtis Strange had to have one of the last yeah. I think four holes of the of a singles match. So that's where I remember it. I remember that, and I remember. Azinger versus Seve Ballesteros in the gamesmanship thing going on at, at that place. That was always a fun, that was a memorable Ryder Cup for me. And then Hoy Lake is, is going to be a fun one. Um, it's, it's Rory's place. And, you know, you know, it just feels like uh, it could be set up for, uh, you know, for a lot of birdies if it gets hot and fast, like it did, uh, you know, uh, back when Tiger played it. And then, you know, it, it's, it's a good layout, good classic one. And, uh, you know, it should be the the culmination of, you know, what's hopefully going to be one of the best major seasons ever. Yeah, um, Dave, rank rank the four majors. What's 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 your favorite to your least favorite? Okay, I'm I'm glad you put some perspective to it. Favorite is always the Masters. Um, boy, that's hard. Least favorite, man. Over the course of my lifetime, at least, I would say the PGA Championship. Um, it's consistent. Yeah. U.S. Open, uh, and then the Open Championship. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, and I agree with Johnny. That change they made on thirteen, which is the tail end of Amen Corner. I don't I don't know if either of you have been there or not, but those guys for the last I don't know how many years, pretty much everybody's hit three wood off that tee. And that's really not going to be an option now because of how far they've been able to move that back. And the layout of that land, 
there's no real good layup spot on that. It's it's on a huge downslope for your layup for your second shot. You're hitting into this tiny green trying to spin the ball. I mean, it's it, it's going to play totally different uh, going forward. So, yeah, it'll, that part will be very interesting. Um, L.A. Country Club, I, I know nothing about it. I, I'll be very eager to kind of see um, what it's all about. But it's also at the same point in time. Sorry, I keep getting something in my eye. Uh, it's also the U.S. Open. So the rough's going to be up. Greens are going to be fast. So, I mean, it's it's going to play pretty standard, I'm sure. Um, and then Royal Liverpool, again, it's going to depend on the weather. If you get really hard, hot, dry weather, I could see somebody else doing similar to what Tiger did. You won't even really need a driver that much. But if it's windy, cold, and wet, it's a whole different golf course as well. So, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, LA Country Club, from what I've read about it, it's it's, it's, it's a little bit wider uh, driving than most U.S. Opens. So, um, you know, the last few years we've seen a lot of the similar type of guys win the U.S. Open. DJ Brooks, Bryson, long off the tee. But, you know, they're good playing out of the rough. I, I wonder if now it opens up the field a little bit with maybe wider fairways. If, if maybe it, it brings some of the shorter guys back into play. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I can't wait to see that golf course. Um, yeah. So let's, let's talk about the, let's talk about the players here. I have pick number one. Um, you know, when I thought about this today, I, I think I only have really two guys in mind that this came down to that I could pick with the top pick. Um, you know, one arguably had the best 2022 um, and, and maybe the best complete year of his career, just consistent consistency wise. Um, and then the other guy I think is primed for a second major win. So um, I think I'd be crazy not to take Roy McIlroy, um, you know, face of the PGA tour right now. Um Obviously hasn't won a major since 2014. Um, I think both of these things could be true. He should be the clear-cut favorite to win a major in 2023. However, my thought is if he doesn't win one next year, then when is he going to win one um, again? Because he top 10 at all four majors in 22. Um, arguably should have won the Open uh, when Cam Smith really just kind of outraced him in the back nine. Um, he was in it at the U.S. Open. Um, he was in semi-contention at the PGA, and we know what he did the last day at the Masters. He really wasn't in it, but he, he had a nice backdoor second place to Scotty. Um, I just think Rory is primed to win a major in 2023. You look at the venues, he plays – He, I mean, he plays Augusta so well, and I, who knows if he'll ever truly win there, but, um, I, I mean, he, he's, he's been so, so close – um, I don't see any reason why LA Country Club wouldn't set up well for him. And you could argue Oak Hill's maybe not perfect setup, but I think Rory's come to the point where he's course proof. I mean, he can go anywhere and win. Um, and of course, you know, the last time the Open was at Liverpool, he won. So Rory McIlroy is the top pick in the drafts. Your guys' thoughts? It's hard to. It's hard to argue with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just he. he he seems to be, you know, he's taking the face of, he's the new, like, you know, person on the PGA tour here. 
as far as the leadership role, as, as far as the interviews and everything. And now he's got the game to back it up. And I think finally we're seeing after a couple years of trying to hit the ball further and, and um, you know, being more numbers oriented as far as what he sees on, on the track, man. Um, you know, he's, he's, we understand that he's got the best overall top to bottom game and his, you know, his putting, his putting wasn't elite this year, but it uh, you know it was good for the most part. And yeah, he should have won at St Andrews this year. And you know, I think any sing, you know, every single major he's got a good chance at just because of the way he drives the ball. And if he's just feeling it with the putter there, and, you know, a lot of times you know he'd have that one like sixteen hole stretch, eighteen hole stretch, twenty hole stretch where he'd be you know, he, he'd be five shots worse than the, than the leaders or, or more than that. And then he'd have to play catch up and just kind of freewheel it. And I, I think that that open championship, that just was kind of a freak thing. Should have won that had, it was in total control and just kind of got beat. And, and, uh, I don't, I see him learning from that and, and definitely applying it here in, in 23. And I think, I think the, the, the main part of this game that really, really improved from, not only early in the season in 2022, but from a few years ago is, is his iron game. And especially, uh, you know, from 100 to 125, uh, his proximity improves so, so much. And, uh, you know, I trust him now. I mean, we always trusted him to bomb drives, but we'd always be disappointed. He'd, he'd hit a 110 yard wedge to 35 feet and essentially take himself out of a birdie chance. Now he's hitting to a, you know, 10, 12, 14 feet. And he's, you know, he's a good enough putter where he's going to make his fair share. So, uh, Roy McIlroy, I think he's going to win a major. I think he's going to win number five at one of these next year. I'm not sure which, but, um, I think, I think it's gotta happen next year. Dave Belleville with the second pick. Okay. Um, and my apologies, I guess I kind of thought we were going to pick four for each major. So I got to, got to reshuffle here a little bit. <sighs> Excuse me. Um, uh, and, and Dave, I'm sorry if the, if the, you know, the directions weren't laid out. All good, man. All good. Um, wow. Definitely uh, changes my thought here for a little bit, though. Um, I'm actually going to go with Will Zalatoris. Oh, wow. Um, he can't. Wow. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. He cannot keep coming as close as he has for the last two years without winning. So he will win a major this year. I, I'm. I like the pick. I am, I am, I am surprised you took him over a, a couple guys for sure. Yep. Uh, Zalatoris is what he's had, what three runners up already or four. And, and his, uh, yes, I think three, but then also a top 10 or two besides that. So, yeah. Yeah. Three, two seconds last year. And, Just, and, uh, and the biggest reasoning, the biggest reasoning for me, honestly, um, Oak Hill and, LA Country Club are a shot maker's golf course. Um, you've got to be able to control your golf ball with Curtis Strange having in one at uh, Oak Hill before. Um, Duffner won there. Um, also, they're, they're just they're just really good, strong ball strikers. So that was my biggest reasoning for that. Um, he's had a good track record at the Masters the last few years. So um, I just think there's a couple tracks that really set up well for him this year. I'm on board. Ten starts in major championships, three runners up. 
um, and six top tens already. Uh, pretty incredible start to his major career. Johnny Strauser with the third pick and the fourth pick, and it is wide open for you. You know, I was I was comfortably going to write in Will Zalatoris as my as as the fourth overall pick here, or maybe third. I don't know, but. I, 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 yeah, like I've always talked about him. I talked about him before, uh, you know, all, all the majors there. He seems he's, he's your, he's kind of your Brooks Kepka. He's your big game hunter. He's, he's not gonna win 20, 25 times. He's not going to win 15 times, but he could end up winning potentially, you know, multiple major championships. So I think that's just kind of what, what you're going to get out of him. And with him finally winning at, uh, in the playoff event there, you know, I think it was setting up prime for him to uh to win a major championship this season so that was a that was a good pick there what are they going to say about me now what are they going to say about me now exactly so with that being said now that i've got to reshuffle this (laughs) sorry not sorry yeah you know if john rom's sitting out there and i said you know what if he if he's there by the the third pick if either you two didn't get it. Cause I kind of was wondering if he would go number two. Um, I, I got to pick John Rahm. I mean, he's just, he, he's just that good. And, you know, he, he putted poorly at it, it, to, I guess to his standards from the 20 and 2021 20, seasons. Mm-hmm. So he kind of, you know, he putted okay. I think he still won. How many times he won a few times, I think. Uh, between between all the tours there, he still had a pretty good season there. But but uh, you know he's just one of those guys that you can't keep him down for too long. And 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 as he works through that, he's just too good. He's just too good of a driver of the golf ball. He's got too good of a short game. He he's unreal with the irons. I mean he he'll fit in and be able to play kind of anywhere. You know I don't love him in the masters, but he's just that good where he might be just better than everybody to win the masters. So I, I see that, but you know, as good as he is, he could be good at, uh, at Oak Hill and then at, uh, um, and then at LA country club, uh, cause you gotta be a good iron player to win. I think to win at LA country club. So he fits that. And then he, you know, I think he's going to end up winning. He's going to get a, an open championship at some point. And again, we're all, you know, you never know what the weather, but, with with John Rahm though, you know you could feel pretty comfortable that he, you know he he could finish top five or top ten in most every event he plays in. So I'll take him for my number three. The other guy I'm gonna pick. Oh man, this is. Can, can I talk about Rahm real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you mentioned the Masters, he's actually it's actually been his most consistent major. Um, he's had uh, four top tens in the last five starts. Um, you know, the U.S. Open, we know that he won, obviously, at, at Torrey. But uh, the Masters kind of feels like a possibility. Um, he's been really spicy in the media the last couple months. A lot of takes on the, the World Golf Rankings, a lot of takes on on the PGA Tour. Um, not always positive. You know, he's kind of thrown some guys under the bus that he's not one of the the, the, the leading voices of the tour. And he's kind of alluded to Rory and JT. Um so I, I feel like he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, and uh, I, John Rahm with a chip on his shoulder might be might be scary in the majors in twenty twenty three. So I like. I mean, that was only that was who I, I considered at number one as well. 
Yeah, it's just about managing that. Uh, if he can, if he can manage those frustrations and that, you know, when he gets kind of irked like that, which which he does mo- for the most part, I think he gets more of a bad rap for 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 some of those on course blowups. Anyways, now I will say, I was at the memorial last year when he almost killed a person. <laughs> he almost he he threw a club and it almost hit one of the ladies with oh the standard bearer, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, or, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, he was irate. And so, yeah, he still, he still had, he almost murdered someone. I think it was the, the, the third hole of the Memorial last year, but yeah, that's, I okay. mean, I mean, look, if you're that upset, I mean, I, I get it. So there's some good choices here. I got at four here though. I mean, I could yes. go, I could go a bunch of different ways here. I'm going to go. I should go. I, I should go with the one. And once once you guys pick them, no, we're gonna have to do it. I have to go. Justin Thomas. Mm. I don't know if he'll win a major this year. I really don't. But again, if we're picking picking for all four major championships and collectively the best finishes, you know, as long as he doesn't wake up on a Thursday at Augusta, and, you know, where he's like, I don't feel it this morning, <laughs> you know, and shoots seventy six or whatever the whatever the hell he shot. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, his game obviously, you know, he just translates everywhere, and we don't need to reiterate that because it's the same thing as as John Rahm and and Roy McIlroy, and he's a he's he's a top five player easily, and you know, you know, I think I I don't mind him at at, at any of the major championships. It'll be nice. Two PGAs is is wonderful. I'm not going to be critical of that, but hopefully we'll uh, we'll see him win you know, branch out and win, you know, win over the next, you know, 10 years, win some different types of major championships as well. Just to, just to see what, what his game can bring and, and to show that he, he could, he could win in that type of golf course, but he could win in the U S open and he could win with the, you know, with the fast greens at Augusta national. Justin Thomas with 28 major starts, um, Wikipedia is a great resource for this, this kind of thing, but only seven top tens. Um, I guess it's not terrible, but you would expect better from JT. That's basically one out of every four. He's finished in the top 10. Um, he's only had, um, you know, four top tens the last three years when he's been truly an elite player, uh, but he did win at the PGA. Um, he made some, amazing clutch swings down the stretch there in the playoff against Al Torres. Um, I'd like to see him compete outside of the PGA. I'd like to see him show up at a masters and be ready to play on a Thursday. Um, but I do love JT, um, you know, sitting at two majors, you know, I, I think I, I don't see how he doesn't get to like at least four majors in his career. I mean, we'll have to do a new over under um, podcast. That, that'll be we did one last year, but I feel like we got to do one a year because things change. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I think we, we set JT at like two and a half before the PGA last year. Now I would, I would say it's got to be three and a half. And I don't know how he doesn't get to four because he's such a good iron player. I mean, he's, we know he's one of the three or four best iron players on tour, but that putter, man, it gets ice, ice cold. And you just, you can see the frustration building him. But when he's on, he is incredibly tough to beat. Dave, coming back to you for pick number five. Yeah. Um, I, I, to me, it's pretty simple. Um, Scotty Scheffler. Hmm. Um, I, I'm just kind of looking some of the strokes gain total and the strokes, strokes gains approach. By the way, you're talking about JT's iron game. He was, uh, 
number eight in strokes gain approach to the green last year. Um, Scotty Scheffler strokes gain total is number five. Um, and kind of like we talked about, he's kind of got the all round game. I don't know that he's absolutely fantastic at any one specific, uh, metric, but man, he's just good at all of them. So I'll take Scotty Scheffler off the board. Scotty Scheffler's good at golf. Um, and his short professional career, his major record is pretty incredible. Um, 11 major starts as a professional. Uh, I mean, we're talking about six top tens, um, eight top twenties. Um, so yeah, he's, I mean, when he, when he's not even playing that great, he's finished in the top 20, um, the U S open last year, following up the master's win uh, to me, was as impressive as master's win because Agreed. Um, I mean, that just showed to me like, okay, he's, 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 He's still motivated. He's going to be around a lot of these because, like you said, he just doesn't have any real weaknesses. Um, you trust him to make putts most of the time. He had some putting issues at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but a first and a second last year in majors is is pretty damn good. Johnny, any anything to add on Scotty? Yeah i i I wouldn't have picked him for 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 this game. Just I still. I still don't trust him with the putter. And I know he switched putters. He went from a from a from an Anzer style to a mallet putter. And you know, he's he's a guy that will not switch until he's just done with a club. And he won't switch unless he's totally confident that one's gonna be better. But it it's it's hard because in that stretch where he won seemingly every single week, you know. You you compare it at some point you're going to cool off. I mean you're just you know it's not going to last an entire season and and obviously it didn't. But he he seemed to to revert back to a lot of that same the, those same missed putts that he was missing just two years ago or a year ago, and and that that gives me concern. Now in this game, I, you know where we're picking high finishes, he just talent wise he's off the charts good. So you know for, for that, but. If we're looking at his ceiling of winning a major this season, again, you know, backing it up after winning at Augusta, it's just something I don't personally feel comfortable with. Um, just because, you know, those, those, those greens like at, at, uh, at LA Country Club are, they're, they're a little slopey and everything. And yeah, I know he won the Masters when he was, when he was making everything, but, uh, you know, those, those putts that he barely missed coming down the stretch and, and, uh, uh, in, in these, you know, later season tournaments and stuff, this is just something that I think is going to, you know, we may be seeing, we may have seen the peak Scheffler with the putting, but I think mediocre Scheffler putting is just, it, it, I think it's, I don't think it's that good. Mm. Here, here's a question for you, Johnny. Who's a better putter, Scheffler or Zalatoris? Uh, I think, I think Zalatoris is by, by far. I think he, I think Zalatoris understands I mean, technique-wise, not even close. But oh, I got you. But uh, but I mean, Will Zalatoris just he just owns he owns his golf swing, he owns his putting, he own, just his his entire thing. He he is as confident as can be, and and you know it is, you know, it's one of the more terrifying things to watch in all of in all of sport, you know. But but I actually feel like with, with the U.S. Open. I figured he was going to win that because I felt more comfortable about him looping that putter in and out and hitting it off the heel and making putts 
than than Matt Fitzpatrick was at that point. So, you know, I I would take Zell Torres all day over on the greens, but uh, you know, just this just the Scheffler thing, and I hope I'm wrong because I think he's a I think he's a great player, and I I think he's going to consistently compete for major championships. But you know, I just saw some. We saw the we saw the peak, and I think we're seeing the valley when he switched putters, and it was back to kind of where he was, like I said, two years ago. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, you see guys get on runs like that once in a while where they win three or four times in a 10-event, 15-event stretch like Scheffler did. I mean, it's, it's it's crazy to say, but he might not play like that that well another stretch in his entire career and win that much. Yeah. Um, but I think he could still win, though. I think he could still sure. win with his B-plus putting game. I, it's just B-plus sure. is what he needs. And whether he's going to have that ever again, you know, or whether it's going to be a C minus, you know, type yeah. thing. And if so. there's a if there's an event that plays tougher, where it might be the U.S. Open, like a traditionally around par, or you know, whatever, where you got to get the ball up and down, like that impressed me this season more than anything was a short game. Um, yeah, I was pretty confident if he missed a green, he was going to make par. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if yeah. you get into one of these majors where it plays really hard and par's at premium. Uh, Got to get the ball up and down a lot. Shuffler might be might be your guy. Uh, kind of picked apart Dave's pick there. Um, sorry, Dave. Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. I appreciate this, it. Though. This is good. This is good. I don't totally agree, uh, but I like it. <laughs> all right. So I got the sixth and seventh pick, and I got to be honest. I I figured one of the guys that I'm looking at would be off the board. Um, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna break the seal and take the first live guy, and I guess it's gonna be Cameron Smith. I'm a little surprised he got back to me. I thought Dave would take him at five. Um, Zach Lear is gonna be so happy with me because I I balanced out. He he's got this thing against Rory, so he's probably pissed I took him number one, but he's gonna be happy that I got Cam Smith because that's his guy. Um, I do have some concerns about Cam Smith playing live and. Uh, Johnny and I have talked about it. I don't know if it's a thing, but just uh, competitive, the competitive nature of that tour compared to the PGA Tour, I have some concerns about the level of play for those guys coming into a major championship. Is it real? I, I don't know yet. I mean, um, maybe we'll see more of that play out in 2023. And if Cam Smith wins a major, Dustin Johnson wins a major, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not like we thought it could be, but um, he's the best player in the world right now. Um, He's insanely confident. Um, If you have, so, you know, I had, I had the bet on Rory to win the open um, and it just felt like it was destiny. And then Cam Smith got over every putt on the back nine and I knew, I knew he was going to make it and it was terrifying to watch and to be up against that. Um, His iron play has improved. Uh, I mean, tremendously over the last two, three years, and he drives it long enough now. So he gets a little wild off the tee, he gets that hook going. Um, but I don't really see any reason Cam Smith can't win another major in 23. He plays Augusta incredibly well. Um, yeah, so Cam Smith at six, I feel like is is kind of a steal. Third-ranked player in the world just came off a win in Australia. Pick number seven. Um, this is where I have, I feel like a lot of guys in play here, big decisions to make. Um, I kind of can't believe I'm doing it, but I'm going to go with Tony Fee now. 
Um, I just think, I think he's, wow. he's reached this level of confidence. Um, I mean, now with three wins in his last, what, 10, nine, 10 starts, something like that. Um, you know, I thought for a long time he was unlucky three, four years of just not winning and being in contention continuously. Finally, that is starting to even out. Uh, and I think the next step in that is, um, you know, he's been in contention in majors, but I, I just, I just don't see, I just don't see any weaknesses in his game right now. His putting has, has really improved. That was probably the one area where you, you just never felt a lot of trust in Finau, but his driving's great. Um, his iron game's good enough. Um, he hits a ton of greens. Uh, I just feel like he's got the right calm mindset for major tournament golf. So um, I'm pretty happy to get Cam Smith and Tony Finau at six and seven. Yeah. So if you had the choice of JT or Cam Smith, what would you have picked? Would you go on Cam? From a rooting interest, I'd pick JT. No, 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 no. For this game. I, I think for this, for this game, game I, I would, I'd probably pick Cam Smith. That was my choice. That was my 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 two was was JT or if it yeah. was going to be Cam and 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 let me let me add that I don't usually like you know just the uncertainty with the live guys with just how much they're playing and how much competitive golf that they're playing. Um, Cam would not have factored into that because I just think right now he's he's absolutely too good and yep. you know I th- the, the putting is going to cool off but he's just a good putter so. His his bad putting weeks or or whatever it's going to be, um, won't won't be won't be just off the charts bad. You know where he's gonna you know miss a cut at a golf tournament or anything like that. So he's always been a good putter and has just stepped it up. And <clears throat> excuse me, that's just kind of who he is there. So I actually like that pick. Um, he like I said, he's probably right now the only live guy, and I could see him you know carrying this over and then getting those reps. You made a good point though that they're not getting the true like competition down the stretch for these, you know, because they do they play the shotgun start format, so it's it's a lot different. But you well, know, it's, it's an exhibition, but yeah, I, I was not going to be. I'll that save mean. that I, for another time. I was I wasn't going to be that mean because it was just like <laughs> we're going to have to tackle that later. But no, the Fino pick though, that's uh, that was interesting. I, I debated on if he was still available, but I think he's kind of done the thing what. Uh, what what Scheffler is he just had to learn how to win and and now that that he's got that that confidence there and I mean he's physically could be the most gifted and talented person you know on the PGA tour and everything like that and he's just figured out a way to to, to round out his game and and make you know hit good shots and make good putts when he needs to and I, I know the tournaments he has won aren't aren't the best fields um, but that's okay I, I I think learning to win even. You know, at his age, what, 34, 35, it's, you know, he's got plenty of time to bag one of these, two of these. Um, his major record is fine. And, and I want to go back to Cam Smith just for one second. You know, we talked about his putting. You know, it's usually good. But to me, what was telling during the PGA uh, at Southern Hills is he was one of the worst putters that week, and he made nothing, and he still finished 13th, um, which I think really kind of displayed how far his ball striking has come because old Cam Smith was – Man, that guy was gonna have to. It was gonna have to be like 2015 Jordan Spieth and pull a rabbit out of the hat with his putter just to be in contention, because he just hit it off the map. And now his ball striking has improved so much. Um, so I just think he's a complete player. Uh, Dave, pick number eight. 
Yep. Um, real quick, just going back to your Cam Smith, Tony Finau. Uh, yeah. Tony Tony Finau's ranked tenth last year. Strokes gains overall. Cam Smith eleventh. So. Oh wow. Good. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good there though. Um, man, this one's it, it's a little tough. Um, I'm not afraid to pick live guys because I don't necessarily agree with the whole exhibition thing and, and all that. I know, you, I know you don't. Fair enough. That's all good. And I'm, I still might. Um, but right now, actually, I, I got to go with Patrick Cantlay, uh, another great putter and a really good ball striker. Um, so, yeah, I just think a couple of the courses set up pretty well for him. I know he had a good run at the Masters the last couple of years as well. So, yeah, I'm gonna try to ride his hot putter. Hope he gets hope he gets it going at the right one of the right four times. No concerns with his major record. <laughs> That's a question. Um, well, obviously yes, but and, and why he's so? Why, good. why am I concerned or why? No, I mean, <laughs> I why why is why his it, major record suck? not good? Why That's, is he sucking majors? That's a really really good question, and I. Don't have an answer. Uh, yeah. I would think you would need to be a uh, psychologist potentially to answer that question, um, because and it's kind of like Johnny said. You kind of get on a run, and man, he'll he'll win two or three in a row. I mean, what was it early last year, or late the year before? He made everything he looked at from fifteen foot and in. Uh, two or the three tournaments, yeah. yeah, and that seems to have cooled a little bit. But he's just he's just really consistent in a lot of areas so yeah that's all i, I mean i don't, I, I don't I, I, yeah i love at anything unless his putter takes off again but mm-hmm. yeah i mean i love his golf game um you know just since he was a good player in college at at, uh, at ucla and yep. you know had had that uh, run there where he has where he made the uh the top 30 without winning an event mm-hmm. and it just seems like though, like I know I know Phil and I would bet him quite a bit in the major championships and just get get nothing out of him. And it was just so so inexplicable on why he wasn't uh why he can't contend in these things. But hopefully he will. I mean, that's what I I'd, I'd love to see him up there and and because I like his game and 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 everything like that. And it's just it's just not been there, you know. He, and I agree, and he's too good overall to not be able to contend. Yeah. Maybe this and maybe this is the year. I mean, at some point, you know, you just kind of get used to it, and you know, the 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 preparation changes just a little bit, and you know, and then you start strong and 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 contend in them. But uh, he's almost too good. I mean, top number four in the world, and really hasn't done much at all in major championship. Agreed. Yep. All right, Johnny, you got nine and ten. And nine and ten. Okay, and it's your last two picks. Make them count. So I'm going to go with, uh, uh, for sure here, um, Colin Morikawa, who was not good last year, and he admitted he wasn't very good. Um, I, I think he's going to be, you know, he, he seems to me like a guy who is very motivated um, and figures out ways to, uh, you know, to motivate himself and figures out a way to make himself better whether it's, you know, and it's been documented that he changes putters a lot. He's kind of, you know, adjusted his irons a little bit, but I think that he, he's just, he's too good of a golfer to, to have as bad of a year as he did last year. And 
I, I think he's, you know, I think there's there's going to be a lot of motivation. I mean, I could I could sit here and say, well, he got married a couple days ago, so you know, he's got that he's got that out of the way. He doesn't oh, have to worry about. He's done then. That's true. He could, or he could be just absolutely done. And then you know, then then has the kid, and then he's going to get the perspective and everything. So I mean, they, it'll the go full circle here at some point. But no, I just you know his game generally translates anywhere, and it's just whether he can get that that putter. Um, you know, you know, peaking at the right time. And, and, you know, it's the name of the game. It seems like for a lot of these guys that I've, I've, I've talked about putting with just about every single one of them, but that's ends up being, being what it is. But, you know, when he um, middle of the summer was at us open, he didn't know whether he was hitting a fade or hitting a draw. And yeah. we, you don't know which way the ball is curving. Yeah. You're, you're not going to win a, you're not going to win a, a corn fairy event. You're not going to win a, you know, a Hooters tour event. You're just not going to, you know, you're not you're not going to compete, but uh, and he was no. 36 hole leader at the U.S. Open. Yes, he was. Yeah, because he, he, so. he he figured yeah. out kind of how to hit a fade, and then he kind of lost that after right. after Friday, and then and then fell at the face of the earth. I mean, he still weekend. had he had a fifth at the Masters this year and a fifth at the U.S. Open, and that 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 was a bad year. He, did he horrible, finish fifth? Horrible year, huh? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's where it, we're at with him, though. It, I mean, yeah, I don't. It, he didn't win. He didn't win on the tour. Did he? No, he didn't. He didn't have a no, win. So no, not regular. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely a, a down year for him. But that's just where we're at with these guys. I mean, we're talking about a twenty-five-year-old two-time major winner, and now his expectations are: I've I've got to win once or twice, compete in the majors, and um, but yeah, I mean, Morikawa, I think he's the perfect major player because when his irons are on, he's he's maybe the best iron player on tour. Him, Zalatoris, JT, whatever yeah. you want to say. But man, when he has those peak weeks with the putter. He's almost unbeatable. I mean, he's like statistically what a zero putter, maybe just below zero for the year. But he has mm-hmm. those peak weeks where, man, he makes all the eight to twelve footers, and he's yeah. usually done it in the biggest tournaments. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep, and that's that. You know, that's what that's what I go off of here, and and uh, I expect to bounce back. You know, from only two top five finishes in major yeah. championships, but. You know, we'll talk about him probably when we do like a PGA Tour preview, and and I'm sure we'll predict if he if he has any wins this this coming year. So I've got my last pick here. Yeah, last pick. Literally, don't know who I could pick. Um, I, I have your pick written down. I'm just going to wait and see if you do it. Okay. <laughs> Let's see here. I am going to go with. I'm going to go with Cameron Young. Ah, that is not who I wrote down. Good pick, though. Top 20 in the world now. Hasn't won yet. Yeah. But, I mean, it it is. And, I, you know, he seems to be – just every week he can seem to bring it. I I know – Late last season, I maybe he was gassed or something like that, and I think uh, you know we expected some higher finishes from him and and whatnot. But by the end of the season, it was just kind of some okay play. But you know he started the season so well and and uh, you know almost won at, at at Riv and played just really good week after week after week after week. And he's one of those guys that I think is gonna gonna bust out and. I think he'll win on the PGA Tour this year. I don't 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 expect him to win a major, but you know, you just look at can how well can he finish on those major championships? And 
again, I like the guys, you know, he hits it a mile. So, you know, he fits that, checks that box and, you know, he is a good iron player. And, you know, I think he just kind of sticks around and, and plays tough golf courses really well. And that's, that's a good, uh, you know, a good formula there. And, and then, you know, the PGA tour thing to be good on the PGA tour, you kind of want to be two things. You want to hit, hit it long and you want to make putts. And, and when he's putting well, uh, which, which happened quite a bit last year, you know, you get those high finishes and, and uh, you know, I, I, I think the irons are good, but I just, I just love, love his game all around. And uh, you know, I expect, uh, I expect some top, top 10, top 20 finishes this year in the, in the major championships. Maybe one of the three best drivers on tour. I put him up there with Rory and maybe Finau or maybe, or maybe Ron as well. Um, he got a home game this year up in New York. You know, we know he's yeah. from the streets of New York. The, the Bronx. Growing up on the streets of the Bronx. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. No, I like Cam Young. Interesting, though, that he is the, the lowest-ranked player to be to be picked at, at 18. Um Dave, your last pick at number 11. A lot of guys out there still. Go go live golf, DJ. Oh, oh, wow. I was wondering if someone would take a shot at DJ. uh, Yeah, and and I'm kind of like. The 38th best player in the world, Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I I just. (laughs) I'm I'm a little leery to be honest with you, and and maybe I missed something, but the Masters hasn't yet come out and said yes, we're going to allow them. Um, the U.S. Open hasn't come out and said yes, they're going to allow them again, unless I'm missing something. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong. The PGA Championship, I don't think they're going to let them play. I could be wrong. Now that the Open Championship has already said, yeah, we're not. If they're qualified, they're playing. I get that. So. Uh, my only big fear is if they're even really going to let them play. That's that's my biggest thing for this year. But if they do, DJ's still one of the top ten players in the in the world. So, you think he? Do you think he wins another major just in his career? Yes, I do. Yeah, at least one more, maybe two or three, as long as he continues to care for another ten years. Johnny is is vehemently shaking. God, I hope I'm wrong. He is. I don't root for many. I don't root for many guys since Tiger. Like there's no like guys I root for. Dustin Johnson is is like the only one that I've ever rooted for. Yeah. And I just, I think he's just kind of he he's competitive that he'll want to play well and you know make money on on live and I'm sure he wants to play well and and everything like that on the. The, uh, the the major championships and everything, but, you know, about 40 years old and he's kind of hit that point where, you know, it's just like, I think he's just kind of cool with just, like I've just said before, being, being, a, being a golf dad, just taking the yeah. kids to, to school and picking them up and taking them to practice and doing the tournaments, the junior tournaments and stuff like that. I just think he's just kind of good with that. I hope I'm wrong because, like I said, he's – He's always been. He's kind of my modern day favorite player, and 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 has been since uh, uh, you know for ten plus years here. But uh, it, it's just you, you know he had some good live events, but I don't know. I just the 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 preparation and everything like that needed to to win a major championship. I think is just more than what uh, what what I think he would want to commit on a you know on a, on a monthly or whatever it is basis. 
Yeah, and I don't totally disagree with that. Um, it was, it was it, honestly, it was either going to be him or Victor Hovland. Um, I might have yeah. should have went with youth, um, yeah. but I still think that when he's into it and when he prepares, he's still one of the best players in the world. Now, yeah. my concern with all the big money he's now going to have with Liv and what have you, is he still going to have that desire to prove people wrong? You know, yeah. with all the bad mouth that everybody's getting, oh, the best players aren't with Liv and blah, 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 which you know, take it however you want. I get it. That's fine. But yeah. if he's into it both mentally and spends the time physically, he's still one of the best. So it's a gamble. I get it. Well, yeah, I don't know if he'll, I wouldn't necessarily predict him to win, but like, you know, if we're talking about like in this competition about high finishes, right. I think absolutely. I think he's a, he he still hits it as far as anybody, and he, you know when he when he puts well, he's actually a really really good putter, and you know he's got that total game and everything. So yeah. I again I but I, I hope I'm wrong. I just don't see him ever winning. But uh, but yeah, I mean I, I still think there is some pride in in finishing up in, in these major championships. I think he's got more pride than what he at, at that stuff than what he actually lets on. I mean he he is a guy who's comfortable with his decisions he's comfortable in his own skin and everything like that but i think he is driven secretly uh more than what we all think even at this age yeah Uh, interesting to me of of all the guys that went to live dj i I think most people's opinion him hasn't really changed you know he said most of the, the right things when he went you know, he didn't, he didn't say anything necessarily negative about the tour. Um, we all know DJ well enough to know he loves, he loves money. Um, he wants to be on a boat with Paulina. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think any one of us were like, eh. I mean, I think we're disappointed because I think all of us are DJ fans. Um, there's, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of them out there. Um, I, I'm fascinated to see he, he, his major record was decent last year. He had a 12th, a 24th and a six and a miscut, but um, six at the open. Um, I, I, I don't know about you guys. I'm obsessed with looking at Wikipedia, the major championship table, um, and seeing how many yellow boxes, the yellow boxes, the top 10 and uh, a green box is a win. Dustin Johnson to me is one of the more interesting studies of major championships. The run he had from 2015 to 2020, a lot of yellow boxes and a, a big, what if, I mean, what if, um, you know, Chambers Bay, goes differently like it should have. Um, he gets a win there. Uh, Shinnecock in 2018 when he's 54 hole leader loses that one. Um, runner up to Tiger in 2019 at the Masters. Uh, runner up to Brooks again at Bethpage in 2019 when he made the late run. Uh, runner up to Morikawa in 2020. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs in that five, six year run when he was arguably the maybe the best major player outside yeah. of Brooks Kepka. Whist- um, whistling straights. Whistling straights going back to yeah. 2011. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, gosh, I mean, we're talking about a guy that probably should be four-time, five-time major winner at this point. Um, yeah. So, I'm with you, Dave. I hope he gets one. Moving on to the final pick. I, I can't believe I had this many guys available to me because I didn't expect DJ to go. I didn't really expect Cam Young to go as well. Just uh, ripping our picks. No, I'm just surprised. I mean, I, again, I love Cam Young. I love DJ, but I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect them to go here in this 12 player draft. 
So um, this will make the other Zach, Zach Fitzgerald, uh, frequent guests, happy that I'm going to take Xander Shoffley, sixth-ranked player in the world. I, I don't feel, like, great about him winning, but, like, I do feel like he's very, very close. Um, he actually won last year, and he won a lot. Um, and he got in that stretch where he won – I mean, he won back-to-back, right? He won the Scottish Open, and he won um, – uh, Travelers, I mean, that's – I don't want to say it's an elevated PJ Tour event, but it's damn close now. Actually, it might be on the new schedule. One of the more favorite ones for sure. And, well, yeah, and uh, and the Scottish was a really – that was a big boy win. Um, I just think – I think he's going to be there in a couple. And, I mean, dude's sixth-ranked player in the world. He's just, he's just really good at golf. I don't like watching him play golf at all. It's kind of boring. I just – something about him, I just don't like watching him play golf at all. <laughs> I'll That's actually who I had down for Johnny to pick, and when he picked Cam Young, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll root for him at the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup. But I, 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 there's just something about Xander that I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't enjoy watching him play. Like I, I enjoy watching Will Zalatoris play golf for some reason. But well, you know, Shoffley, I, I don't know what it is. But I got to take him here with my fourth pick. Um, it just makes sense that I feel like he's going to have at least a couple solid finishes. A lot of guys left on the table here, not drafted in this t- small 12 player drafts. Um, uh, Dave mentioned him, Victor Hovland, uh, a major winner from last year, Matt Fitzpatrick, who really elevated his game in, in 2022. Um, Sam Burns, one of my favorites. Jordan Spieth goes undrafted. Um, really had, I was going to pick him. I, tough, I was too. He had a tough season last year overall, outside of that, that one win at, uh, at RBC. Yep. Um, who else? Tom Kim, new rising star. I thought maybe someone might pick him. Um, Jung Young Kim, guys, I, I Jung don't know Kim won twice too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else. Max. Max didn't get drafted, but he just seems like he's not quite at the tier of these guys, uh, some of these guys yet. Sanjay um, M. Sanjay is. Man, he's so good. Such a good ball striker. I mean, and again, you could go in the top 30 in the rankings, top 40, and no one would shock you if they won one of these majors. And how the hell is Brian Harmon the 24th ranked player in the world? Is that real? Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> huh. No. Who's 20? Let me ask you guys, who's someone not in the top 50? Or maybe a young up and comer that you feel like might might surprise some people next year at a major have a chance to win one. Maybe it's a guy that hasn't competed in a lot. Say like maybe like a Davis Riley, or uh, maybe it's someone just lower in the rankings who's trying to make a comeback. Uh, one guy I like, um, I like Cam Davis. I, I'm a big fan of his game. Um, showed it at the President's Cup. Yeah. Um, yep. and, and he's won. What is he won once already on the PGA Tour? Yeah, D- Detroit in, yeah. in Detroit. So, you know, I I think he's just one of those. You know, I, I kind of think he's one of the next Australian players that's going to make an impact in in these major championships. You know, whether you know over under a half major, I would I would obviously take the under, but <laughs> But I mean, if you know to finish top, let's say top 
20 in one of one of the major championships. Yeah. You know, I, I, I see that. I mean, he's little, little inconsistent, um, you know, with the putter. And sometimes I think he gets a little crooked with the driver, but you know, he hits it far and, and, and he's a good iron player. So him and, uh, um, I used to, I mean, I, I like Robert McIntyre. I know he's kind of a name, especially if you watch the DP world tour, doesn't seem to play too much here in the United States. So we'll yeah. see, but he's one of those, those guys that, uh, um, I think he's just going to, you know, just going to get better each year. The more he plays in the DP world tour and he'll, he'll, you know, play in the major championships and whether they're the WGCs or elevated, you know, whatever it is, I'm sure he'll get PGA tour membership, uh, within the next couple of years and, and, and playing a lot of that stuff. But, you know, he just kind of plods himself along there and doesn't really look like he's this, this, you know, he doesn't look like a DJ out there hitting these bomb drives and, you know, these, right. these towering iron shots, but he just gets the ball in the hole and, and, you know, but those, those are the two, I guess, if you're outside the top 50 that just like, popped out at me. You say outside of the top 50? I was going to go with Max Homa, number one. I think he's a young kid that's uh, due to break out a little bit. Um, Isn't he like 31? Yes. Actually, I'm just kind of looking through here right now. Um, yeah, so he's close to 50. I, I'm like, I- I got a guy that's that's he's inside the top fifty, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like number one he's going to make the Ryder Cup team. Number two he's going to win. He's going to win an event next year, and number three he's going to contend. And he's going to win you. He's going to win you a first round lead. He's going to win you one this time. Yeah, he's, he's a popular first round leader, but Aaron Wise. Oh, Aaron Wise. Aaron Wise. I thought you were going to go with Sahith. That's that's I who do. I was looking at, Johnny. Okay, I do like yeah, I like him too. I think well, I, I, that, that's kind of a given though. Sahith, I think, is yeah, I think we can kind of collectively agree that he's yeah, he's gonna be really good, I think. But Aaron Wise. I think if you look at just look at Aaron Aaron Wise's if you don't look at strokes game, Dave, if you're if you're looking at that right now, Aaron Wise, yeah. I don't know where he finished, yeah. but man, that guy is uh, I got the top twenty. Let me look. Um, I'd be shocked if he wasn't in the top twenty in 2022 that's and what that's what i'm looking at i said i think i think he's going to be on the Ryder cup team next year wow Ryder cup team uh, actually eric actually aaron wise is not in the top 20 from 2022 he might have been just out of it but i only got the top 20 okay that's fair um quick question we went with kind of a young guy who's somebody that has won a major in the past that maybe kind of has fallen off that might contend again. Any thoughts? It's a good one. Because <laughs> honestly, that's where I put speed. He, I mean, he had a better year this last year than the previous two or three. So, I mean, I do see positives trending in his game. But as I was flipping through the golf world rankings, I saw, you know, Louis Oosthuizen still somehow in the top 50 uh Justin Rose is uh out of the top 50 but I'm just another name you know so that's kind of what prefaced my question it's a good question and by the way yeah those guys are done Justin Rose is done fair enough stick a fork in them and Louis Louis is so done Louis I agree with because he's quite a bit older Justin's not that old I'm not sure I would jump on that bandwagon yet uh 
I'll, I'll place a, I'll place like a 10 year bet with you, Dave, that Justin Rose, not going to win another major. <laughs> First of all, I won't remember 10 years. So. I'll write it. I'll, I will remember. I will remember for us. What about, I mean, I'll let Johnny feel this one is Brooks Brooks done as a major player. Oh yeah. Oh that's my, yeah. That's my thought too. Yeah. yeah. You know how we used to say a year ago when we started this podcast, don't ever fade Brooks in a major championship. Opposite now. Are you fading, fading Brooks? Fade Brooks. <laughs> that guy has less motivation than he's probably. Yeah. Uh, and anybody of join live. I mean, he's just taking vacations everywhere and I, yeah. you know, he's done. Yeah, that is a good question, Dave. I, I don't know because I feel like I feel like a lot of the former major winners went to live. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you got to look at. You got to look at that live and if that, yeah, that's, Reed, Reed Bryson, you know, like I don't know. See, and I don't. Do you think Bryson's done majors? I don't he mean, he, he lost he lost a bunch of that muscle mass yeah, for the he, last couple months. He's actually slimming so back down. Yeah, so he's not stupid like he was. You know, being <laughs> being being muscle bound. So I. Well, I, was it? Wait, I want to go back. Was it was it stupid though? Because he won a, he won a major. Won him a U.S. Open. I argue. No, no, I no, argue you like, you he like, should have yeah. won Tory Pines. Still, yeah, he should have won Tory Pines. Yeah, he was leader after the sixty third hole. So I mean, his strategy was working. You know what? To win a major championship, I I don't blame him. Yeah, you're right. But, but I, I think ma- maintain you know year after year success. I mean to 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 maintain the that bulk is was is I mean obviously it, it's, it's tough for a lot of people and you know obviously he's he struggled with it here with some injuries and everything. And I think he just kind of realized that. And, and maybe he he I think he's going to be the type that's going to kind of be a hybrid of the two. He's going to have he's going to hit it far. Not as far. He's not going to be as big, so he's going to maybe get a little bit leaner, and and you know, you know, he'll he'll figure out a, a middle. The guy's too smart. I mean, it's just whether he can kind of get out of his own way, but he'll figure out something that's in the middle. And again, with the live guys, it's just whether it's it's the right kind of competition to you know to compete in a major championship. But he would be the guy because he's got you know age on his side and. I think he's 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 married to the game of golf. I mean, he's not interested in much else other than you know just playing golf and and right. stuff. So I think he'd kind of rededicate himself to figuring out a way to 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 have the right type of body, have the right type of swing, and the right type of game to to win again. I, I Dave, to answer your question, I, I, I'm going to cheat and I, I'll use your guy. I mean, DJ would be the answer for me. I mean past major winner that I, I just I think I could just see him showing up at I don't know LA Country Club and you know he's on that week with the driver and he gets that putter going and it's like 2019 2020 DJ I, I mean yeah. it wouldn't shock me I, I mean if you ask me to pick one of these guys who am I going to pick Danny Willett over that or Gary Woodland I mean those right. guys are done yeah here's your over under half a major Ricky Fowler oh God, this is so under, Dave. <laughs> Just nuke the under. <laughs> Listen, nuke the under. I, I had, this year. 
<laughs> I had I had a win bet on Ricky when he almost won and wherever that tournament was like a month ago. Um, yeah, over uh, was in Japan. I don't remember. Yep. And then he, I knew he'd break my heart. And freaking Keegan Bradley is the one that did it. So <laughs> Bradley out of everybody, <laughs> Keegan. Damn it. Um, no, Ricky. I, I I think Ricky's gonna have a good year for Ricky's standards, new standards. But he's, yeah. he's not winning a major. Okay. I don't necessarily <laughs> disagree with you. I like just like stirring the shit. I like you stirring the shit. I like it. <laughs> what else? Any other thoughts, Johnny? Nope. I'm good. What about Hideki? Too injury prone. I, I, I hope he gets healthy because I think he he's one of the better players in the world, but uh you know, just with, uh, with is it a back injury? Yeah. He's got like two. He's got like two different injuries, two different significant ones. I think one of them is a back, and you know, as you know, that's that's a that's a tough one to recover from because you know, it just it decides it decides if it wants to flare up. So I don't know if it's you know something that's that's long term or not. But I mean, if he, if if he can get healthy for a year, then then he can absolutely you know win another major championship. Yeah, that, that's the one thing that scares me too, though, even with my Will Zalatoris pick, he's had a wrist injury. I mean, that, you know. And a back. I mean, the back. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think he's still young enough and hopefully got everything taken care of enough soon enough that it's not going to be a lingering issue. But especially you get to U.S. Open or somewhere like that, you're hitting out some of that rough. You can make a normal swing and all of a sudden you're you're done. I mean, so. Yeah. You know, those are the things that, and same thing with, uh, if we talk about DeChambeau, all the different little injuries and hand injuries and everything that he's had. So, yeah, Dave, I want to, I want to recant a little bit and go back to your one, your major winner that hasn't won a while or is older. Adam Scott. Fair enough. Adam Scott. Um, I think the only reason I think he's staying on the PGA tour is because he wants to play in the majors and for sure play in the majors with the unknown and the future with the yeah. players. So I think he wants one more major. Did you see Stevie Williams is coming out of retirement to caddy for him in all four majors? What? Oh, is, yep. is that right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. His, him and his regular caddy are going to be during the regular season, but they've already worked out something where Stevie's caddying for him in all four majors. I, I just think he hits the ball still perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, you know, the putter was it, actually. Hasn't it always come down to putting for him, though? Really? Yeah, but the, I think the putter was pretty good last year. It's, yeah, I agree. It's horrible agree. to watch. Um, but, yeah. you know, again, could I see it? It's, it's, can I see a path? Can I see him showing up at Royal Liverpool wearing 18 different shades of tan? <laughs> he would dry day. He'd blend in with the ground, man. <laughs> and Stop it. He yes. might throw some gray in there. <laughs> uh, I, so that's, I, I, I do think that's a veteran to keep your eye on the next year or two. Animated. Fair enough. Okay. Real quick. And I know it's going on. Why do you think he's got more time in game than Justin Rose? <clears throat> They're similar age-ish. Rose is probably a little younger. Just curious. It's a great question. Maybe my personal, I, maybe my personal bias comes in. I, I, I think I, and I don't know, I don't know the statistics, you, you know, or anything like that, but from just the eye test, 
of the last, let's say, three years, yeah. Adam Scott's ball striking it's, is I think that's is it. elite. I mean, Adam Strike yeah. Scott's ball striking is up there with top fifteen on the PGA Tour, and Justin Rose is just top seventy. You know, and, and Rose has really been more dependent on the putter the last couple yeah. of years. Remember the yeah. U.S. Open again when he would contend with Woodland three years ago? Yeah. I mean, he was. Yeah making everything well yeah. and you talk about switching putters he does that almost weekly yeah no it's a good point um i just i and i'm not i'm not saying one way or another i just jay rose was one of the best in the world and to think that at his age he can't get back up to in contention at some point i think it's just a little bit of a stretch yeah i think so, he could pull point. i think he could do what an Adam Scott is doing now. And I mean, he still has a couple more years. He's physically fit. You know, he's not like he's had any real significant injuries. So there's not a lot of additional wear and tear on the body. It's just whatever he's trying to find in the last, it's been now what, three, four seasons now. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been able to find it. Ever since he went to Hanma. That's just what I was getting ready to say. It's ever since he switched to Hanma. I don't, I mean, and I know that only lasted a month, maybe, but it's yeah. like his swing just literally lost, just gone. Yeah. I don't, never I don't never totally recovered. Never yeah, recovered. exactly. I mean, he switched as the number one player in the world. And yeah, right. Fell off yeah. after that. By the way, they're both forty-two years old. Okay, I knew they were close. I didn't realize yeah. how much. But yeah. yeah, exactly the same. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, Johnny Strauser, Dave Belleville. We broke down the 2023 major season. We drafted guys. We'll track that as we go along into the 2023 PGA Tour season. Appreciate you guys being here, going through the exercise. It was fun. Yep. Month away. Can't wait. Thank you so much. Yep. All right, guys. Your best bet on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube as well. Check out our videos if you enjoy it watching our podcasts and seeing our lovely faces on your screen. Uh, So keep listening. We've got more shows coming before the end of the season. Uh, Enjoy the holiday season coming up, everyone. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.